Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jen, come here. Uh, I need to do a new intro for the podcast. I got nothing. Uh, do pirates. We already did that. Oh, uh, ooh, an apocalypse could be fun. That's in really poor taste right now, and we've done it already. Uh, just do nothing then. Just start the episode. What, just throw the episode on? That's not going to work. Why not? Yeah, okay. I'll just say, here's this week's episode, and that'll be the starting point. That's totally going to fly. I'm sure that'll be... Hello! I'm Ken Brown, and as the Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, I welcome you to our table. Team, please introduce yourselves. Who do you? Um, hello, hello there. My name is Arcos Pissarro. I'm an Alacocra monk from the Sanctuary of Okaido. I am the Ringer of Alarm Bells and the Protector of Young Cassie, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. Forge cleric, infused with the power of a being of flame, to become an instrument of justice for the people. Portrayed by Brad Konow. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Riven, and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. It's Ken, your Game Master here. And on behalf of the Rick Geek family, we beseech thee, if we are pleasing to thine ear holes, please check out Rolling in the Geek on Patreon, and please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you favor. It helps get more people at our table, and we can never have too many cooks in our kitchen. Now, back to three guys screaming at numbered shapes for not helping them enough. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team travels for a day and a half through the mountains and forests around Iron's Edge. The travel is very calm and they're able to relax for a couple of days. Despite they have the same roles on their encounter checks, but I'm still calling shenanigans on that. The caravan eventually reaches Eldham Station, where the train is waiting for them. They release Ansigar on the understanding that he isn't going to try any funny business and will be cooperative. They watch as the iron from the mine is loaded onto the train and proceed to get their tickets. They reach their boarding room and notice details about it with Dragon Rock worked into the wall for protection from the ley lines. The train takes off after a few minutes and their next adventure is underway. 
There is an announcement to let them know they'll be crossing into the ley line soon, so Trevor and Phil head back to an observation car, while Harkos sits and talks with Ansigar. Harkos fruitlessly attempts to appeal to Ansigar's humanity, but seems like it does not quite sink in. Phil excitedly watches as they pass into the ley lines, and then they get drinks and bring them back to their room. After a calm and delicious meal, the team settles in for the rest of their journey, only to be startled by an explosion towards the back of the train. And that is where we pick back up. Uh, so somewhere further back in the train, you hear an explosion. You you I, can't really tell how far back. Huh? I backhand Ansigar out of his chair. Uh, Ansigar makes no. his comment. <clears throat> And what do you do? Uh, I suppose you're going to sit there the entire time, then. We are on a train in the middle of the ley lines. Where am I going to go? Perhaps to lend a hand. I just assumed you you would enjoy showing off in front of... Your adoring fans. Uh, what am I going to fight with? You have that light, do you not? (laughs) Go and go and take care of your business. I will be here if you need anything. Oh, my lord. Uh, Phil is already like strapped his shield on and and grabbed his morning star and he's kind of looking at you for for direction let's let's go onward yep okay uh so you unlatch your door and open it as soon as you open it you can feel a rush of air uh that some sort of pressure difference is noticeable as soon as you open open this up uh when you look further ahead in the train you can see that the doors are sealed off but as you look back in the train you can see at least the uh, the, the door to the next car is open okay uh, but the the lights are kind of sputtery at the moment uh, they have these uh, think like Edison style light bulbs that that's what lights the train on the okay. inside uh, and those are kind of click and so they're on for a few seconds and then they kind of sputter out and so it's 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 almost got a little bit of a horror movie type look to it uh but from again from further back in the train you can hear uh you can hear some yelling uh and people in the the couple of rooms around you are opening up their doors and kind of peeking out to see what's going on everyone stay in your rooms please who are you um, to tell me what to do? Stay in the fucking room! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I never! Oh! Uh, <laughs> one one blue-haired old lady faints. <laughs> um, well, Phil, this is our first actual problem together. Do you wish to take point, or should I? Normally, it's me. But, um, uh... You well, seem well equipped. Huh, uh, well, let's let's not uh, break the trend. I'll I'll be right behind you. Fair enough. All right, I'm going. 
Okay. Uh, so he falls in right behind you. Uh, I mean, there's enough. The The train is wide enough that it, you can walk kind of two by two down okay. here. Uh, so I, it, it, it's a it's a pretty big honking, honking thing. Uh, so you, you make your way back. You get to the next door, uh, and the next room is completely black. Uh, and then you, but in the little spatterings of light that you can get from from your car, uh, you can see that there's people moving everywhere, like that there's it a, a weird amount of movement for what you would expect. So Phil kind of taps you on the shoulder. He's like, um, well, I don't really see too well in the dark, but I've got torches if if, if we need uh, one. Yes, definitely. Uh, they may not appreciate the smoke damage, but we've got to see. So he, uh, he, I feel like there is more damage happening than <laughs> that. So he pulls, uh, he pulls a torch out and he gets his uh, flint and tinderbox and, and he strikes a couple of times in the the torch ignites, uh, and he hands it to you. Okay, so I will one hand my hammer and put the torch in the other hand, and then I'm going to use thaumaturgy to make it brighter. Okay, uh, so you you thaumaturgy, and does that last for like a minute or something like that? And I can keep casting it. Oh, so. but just so that you're not having to, but you yes. know. But it, it lasts for at least a minute. So we'll just yeah, say lasts, that for the it, moment it you're, you're refreshing it when it needs to. Uh, right. So you you pull you brighten this torch up uh, and stick it through the door, and you look in, and there is chaos happening in here. Uh, all of the rooms uh, have been blown open, uh, so walls have been torn apart, and all the people inside of here are just beating each other senseless. <laughs> like, um, you see it like an older gentleman with a cane and he is he is just like slapping around a teenage kid with it. Uh, you've got like two grandmas that are wrestling around <clears throat> like on the, on the floor. You've got kids that are kicking people in the shin and running around. It's just hysteria. Um, excuse me, this is no time for whatever it is you're doing. Please move to a different car. Uh, so there's, uh, you know, like a 30-something guy in, uh, a, like, like a coat-tailed suit that he turns and looks at you, and he, like, picks up a plank of wood and starts coming at you. I would not recommend this. <clears throat> uh, he 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 gets up to you and he rears back like he's gonna try to hit you with it. I'm gonna kick him in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead and roll just for uh, just for shits and giggles. Uh, that is a thirteen on the die. Am I adding my? That's your usual it, stuff. It'd just be your your strength. That's a seventeen then. Total. Okay. So you you kick him in the in the knee and you hear a weird pop noise and he falls oh, to the ground. <laughs> he kind of like he holds his knee and he moans a little bit, but he's still looking at you. 
cover really? that was bleh, it was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. owl, owl pellet. <laughs> just falls on the dude's head and he gets knocked unconscious. <laughs> so so he's holding the no. knee and he's just staring at me? Yes. He, you had that coming, I warned you. He, we'll only get worse. He's holding his he, so he he's holding his knee, he reaches over for the plank of wood that he had, and he reaches for it again. Do it. He grabs it. <sighs> Trevor, he did it. Does a 19 hit you? Uh, yeah. He hits you for two damage. And he brings this, like, plank of wood across, like, your shin, and it breaks over your, uh, over your armor. But it it stings a little when from the impact. Because it's your shin, and that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Ow! That, ugh. I already do not like this. I, I'm... You're lucky something is wrong. You stay there. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do? Again, Uh, there's probably about 20 people in this car that are just manhandling each other. And, and like, there's there's holes in the walls and shit, you said? Not, like, to the outside, but, like, the, the, the rooms have all been blown apart. And everyone's freaking out. Yep. Huh. I do not know what is going on in here. Perhaps we move on or attempt to move on to the next car and see if there's something maybe causing this. Yeah, this doesn't this doesn't seem natural. So no, there's got to be something causing it. And I don't feel good about macing somebody in the face. Uh, uh, agreed. I'm not too... Not, happy with the knee thing either but I warned him it's it's (sighs) this is not going to be a fun journey uh so uh, why don't you you push on well actually he steps in front of you and he puts his shield up uh Phil does and he starts he starts pushing his way through the crowd to make uh to make a path for you Um, but follow me, gents. And he just like phalanxes with a shield and starts walking forward. I'm doing it with my hands, like these people can see what I'm doing. <laughs> so I'll I'll put my my hammer away and unsling my shield and go next to him. Okay, so uh, I mean it takes you it takes you a hot minute uh, to kind of duck and dodge around people. I. It looks like, I mean, these people are hurting each other, but it doesn't seem life-threatening at this moment. Like, they're not, like, stabbing at each other and stuff. They're just, like, they whack somebody and they go down and then they go to the next person and then they get whacked and it's just a lot of crisscross back and forth. So there's definitely some bumps and bruises uh, and maybe some broken bones, but nothing that's, uh, nothing that seems life-threatening at this moment. Okay. Uh, Okay, so you get to the next door and it is closed. Uh, so if you try the door, it does open very... It, it You just click the latch, and then it's like well, an automatic door that it just... Con- considering that we're phalanxing along, I'll thaumaturgy the door to okay. see if it opens. So, so you thaumaturgy the door, you hear the click from the handle, and it's an, it's like an automatic door that as soon as it's clicked, it just whoosh, and, and opens. 
Okay. Uh, there, as soon as the door opens, there's a warning alarm that goes off, and you see a counter, uh, in a, on a little, like, uh, like an old-style alarm clock that does the flip thing. Oh, dear. Pops up above the door that's starting to count down from ten. Oh, dear. Nine. What does this mean? Eight. Seven. Six. Hurry! Hurry through the door! Okay. You you go through the door. Uh, As soon as you step through the door, it's almost like you step on a pressure plate and the other side opens and you hear another alarm go off and you can hear that same kind of clicking noise. Quickly! Quickly! Uh, So you pass through. uh, You pass through, the timer stops, and uh, the doors close back automatically. Uh, But you can tell why as you stepped through that there is not much shielding between the cars. Oh. Uh, so it's it's a safety measure for if those doors are opened that they automatically close back to, to limit exposure. Ah, okay. <laughs> Which was not super dangerous, but, you know, it's good to psych you out every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> so you pop open the next door, you step through, and uh, this is the first car. Uh, it is, if yours was fancy, this is fancier. Uh, this is, this is like the, the tin leaf estate put into a train. Uh, the answer car should have came in. Uh, there's, there's like statuary lining the walls, uh, that the, the doors are labeled with the, the people's names that are in them. Uh, and at the end of the room, you see something odd. You see two uh, human gentlemen that are decked out in armor with large swords strung to their back. And between them, who has his hands on the door and is melting it, is a large serpentine creature that appears to be in flames. Do we have lights in this room? Uh, yes. All right, I'm going to put the torch out. Okay. Oh, not on the carpet. Ooh. Just definitely on the carpet. You just dropped it right on the carpet. That's going to burn. Let's Phil Phil whispering that to you. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to and then I'm going to sling my my shield back and go two handed. So the the two armored guys turn and look back at you. And they kind of whisper something and the uh, it's a salamander is what it is uh, stops and takes his hands off the door and turns and looks at you greetings hello interlopers be gone (laughs) this does not concern you well Considering we are also riding this train, uh, I think it concerns us quite a lot. And you are inconsequential. No, I am Trevor. That is the dumbest response I've (laughs) ever heard to that. 
Did you, did your dad make too many of the high hungry I'm dad jokes? Oh, look, Trevor, he said it was the dumbest thing he ever heard. He must not listen to himself talk. Agreed. Oh, so you can make jokes, but I can't. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You're bad at making jokes. Slay them. Yes, the two, please, the, slay us. The two knights draw their swords and start walking towards you. Let me tell you... I'm going to start walking towards them also. <laughs> We've just been through a mine full of kobolds and very angry people. You two do not scare me in the slightest. Uh, go ahead and roll for initiative. Seventeen. Seven. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Starting off strong. (laughs) Uh, So, Phil, of all people, rolled the highest initiative that he had a 19. Hey, yo, go Phil. Uh, So, he looks over at you and he's like, uh... Uh, I guess we're doing this. And he uh, takes a couple of steps forward and is, and takes a takes a whack at one of these knights. Which is uh, 15 plus 5, I think. Sorry, I'm still getting used to his stats. Yes, so 15 plus 5 is a dirty 20. That does hit. And he does a D8. Oh, so, eh, not great. So he does a total of four damage to one of the knights. He rolled very poorly. Uh, but after that, it becomes Trevor's turn. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pop my green flame blade. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it you know ignites my hammer as I'm walking up. Yep. And then I'm going to say, Kingsley, let's show them what for. Hey, you... See him come from back further in the car and and come dive. Do you go after the same one that Phil did, or do you go after the other one? No, I'll go after the other and bounce it to the Okay. So my first roll is a 17. Okay. My second roll is also a 17. Does not die. Fuck you, die. All right. So you come down with the hammer and... You are very used to fighting kobolds, and it dinks off of his armor, like af- off of the uh, the shoulder plate of his armor. Oh my! This is going to be even more fun. Uh, Nick or uh, Harkos, it is your turn. No, you said Nick. It's Nick. Nick, it's your turn first, then Harkos. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with this. <laughs> Um, Fuck Brad twice. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go and attack the one that Phil hit. Okay, uh, so Phil kind of hears you coming up behind him and he shifts a little bit so that you can uh, you can get in to make the attack. Okay. 
Ah, damn it. Um, that is... It's not gonna fucking hit. It's only an 8 and a 6. Um, which is what, 14? Yeah, that does not hit. Um, but I did make an attack action, so I'll try and do a smack, I suppose. Okay. Uh, it's not gonna hit either. It's 11. Okay. Alright. It is their turn. Starting out strong. (laughs) Chapter 2. Alright. So... Alright, so that's gonna be one attack at Phil. One attack... Or two attacks at Phil, rather. Uh, And then... That is Trevor. And that is Trevor. So two attacks on Trevor, two attacks on Phil. Well, shit. That, well, shit. That did not go well. Okay uh, so both this. attacks miss on Phil. Does uh, a seventeen hit you, Trevor? Yeah. Okay. When I'm in when I'm in two hand mode, yeah. Okay. So one hit you, the other misses. Uh, so that is four, five, six, seven damage. Okay. Uh, and the salamander stays back. He is holding an action. So it goes back to the top of the order, which is Phil. Uh, and, and again, we end up at the same fucking problem that the two of you are right next to each other, and then we have a bunch of shit between your your goes. Uh, so Phil is going to try to make another attack on the one that he, he hit first. Oh, snap. Well, Phil Phil apparently got his, uh, got his train legs... Uh, because he just rolled a natural 20. Nice. Uh, oh, Phil. 11 plus 7, so that's 18 damage. Uh, which is a pretty significant hit. Uh, so he, he whacks this, this knight, and you see him stagger just, just a hair. Uh, but gathers himself back up. Uh, so Trevor, it is now your turn. Um, same thing. Kingsley! That's an 18. And that is a 26. (laughs) The 26 definitely hits. And And you're still going for the opposite one? Yes, sir. Okay. That is... 10 points of damage with a 4-point jump. Okay. All right. Uh, Harkos. Yarp. Uh, same thing. Well, hopefully not the same thing, but better this time. You're you're going <laughs> after the one on Phil, right? Yep. Okay. Okay, that's a 13 on the die, plus 6, so that's 19 with the spear. Okay, that does hit. Um, so then, D8... Uh, so five piercing damage because I rolled a fucking one on damage. Um, and then the smack is a fucking three on the die. So, okay, no smacks. Uh, so again, they're much heavier armored than you're used to. Uh, and your your backhand does not find purchase. Okay, 
Uh, so it goes to the knight's turns. Okay, that is another fill. And that is another fill. And then that is a Arcos and a Harkos. That's oh. it's getting weird. Alright, uh so Phil. Okay, Phil takes one hit. And that will be. Ooh. 12 damage to Phil. Uh, and then Harkos. Uh, so that'll be a 21. Is that just barely hits. Oh, okay. Uh, the other one is is a grand total of a 14. That does not hit. Okay. So one hit on you. My AC is a 16. Okay. So uh, that is 10 damage. Blech. All right. Uh, so the salamander is watching and he for his turn he turns and heads back to the door and starts he places his hands back on it and you can see that the areas around his hands turn red hot very quickly uh, as he starts like he's looks like he's trying to melt down the hinges so he can just yank this door off this is a more secure door it leads into the, the next section is the is the engine uh, and looks like he's trying to break through. So goes back around to Phil. Uh, Phil is going to make an attack on his. And that is an 18 total, which matches. So he hits. And does seven more damage. Uh, and then he is going to use his bonus action to do a second wind, which is this is the first time that he's gotten to use it. But any time that he uses his second wind, each of you gain hit points uh, equal to his fighter level. So each of you get three hit points back. And then he gets 12. Oh. Nice. Mm. Oh, what was... Thank you, Phil. But basically what he does is he... He looks over to the two of you and he's like, we got this. We can take these guys down. And you feel a little bit of. Uh, you, yes, you, we can. You you get a little little boost off of it. Uh, so that's his turn. So it goes to Trevor. Uh, same thing. OK. Caw. Now the second wind thing and healing everybody. Caw. <laughs> <laughs> Kingsley! That's a 13. Yay. That, however, is a nat 20. Oh, nice. And so that's 23 points of damage to the one that I hit and a four-point bounce. Okay. Uh, the one that you bounce to is definitely looking a little worse for the wear right now. Nice. He's he's getting he's getting pretty damaged. Uh, so Harkos, it is your turn. Okay, okay, I'm going for the one uh, by Phil. Still okay. That's uh, a seventeen with the spear. Okay, that does not hit. Um, and a nineteen with the hand. Okay, that hits. We. Damage is damage. That's true. 
And seven slashing damage. Okay. He is very bad looking right now. That's right, punk. <laughs> uh, all right, so it gets back to the knights. And that's a fill. That's a Trevor. That's a fill. And that's a Trevor. Okay, so two on each of you. Listen, Ken, we're going to have to have a talk. Okay. Uh, so highest one on Phil is a 15, which does not hit him. So Trevor highest is a 16. That uh, breaks even. Okay. Uh, 10 damage as he brings the sword on you again. Uh, Salamander continues working on the door. Uh, He has one of the three hinges completely melted down, and the door is looking very fragile at this moment. Fragile. Uh, Goes back around to Phil, uh, and he misses badly. No. Uh, Trevor, tis your go. So... I am going to want to cast Spirit Weapon. Okay. That's a bonus action. Okay. It can attack the one Phil's on. Okay. Or no. How far away is the 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 Salamander? Uh, Salamander is it's about thirty feet behind where you guys met. Okay. Well, this has a sixty foot range, so I'll cast Spiritual Weapon on him. Okay. And it will swing. Okay. That's 18 to, to hit. Okay, that does hit. Okay. And 11 points of damage. Uh, does the uh, does the hammer have a hit, have a health pool or is it undamageable? I'm assuming undamageable. It says you create a floating spectral weapon within range okay. that lasts for the duration or until you cast the spell again. When you cast the spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. On a hit, your target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus your spell casting modifier. It's a bonus action on your turn. You can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within five feet of it. Weapon can take whatever form you choose. Clerics and deities who are associated with a particular weapons. Saint Cuth- Cuthbert is known for his mace and Thor for his hammer. Make this spell's effect resemble that weapon. That's that's all it's got. Okay. All right. Uh, so you you hit it. Uh, deal a little Sweet. bit of damage. And then I'm going to green flame blade. The 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 rest of what I've been doing. Okay. Except I can't. I don't think I can Kingsley it. Can I? Or. Uh, no, because he has his own. He ha- technically he has his own turn, so you just have him help you on his turn. Okay, so I can still do that then. Yes. Okay. So same thing then. <laughs> that's a fourteen. Oh, that's better. That's eighteen plus okay. my seven. So twenty-five. Okay. Yep. That hits. 
for all of nine points of damage with a four point bounce. Okay. Uh, so the bounce arcs off and hits the second knight, and the the force of it slams him into the wall, and he slumps onto the ground. Nice. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. By one hit point. Yeah, well, I'll take <laughs> I it. I am... The math worked out very fun that way. I uh, okay. Harkos, the one on Phil is down. Okay, um, I will switch my attention because the one the, there's still the one directly in front of Trevor. Yeah. Yes. Or is it okay? So I'll switch my attention to him. Okay. And uh, yeah, eleven. And then... Your dice are not happy with you tonight. No, they're not. And then I got a 21 with the punch. Okay. They must have heard about my car. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's another seven slashing. That is super fucking weird. This knight is now at the exact same number of hit points as the other knight was at the beginning of the turn before... <laughs> the math is fucking weird. Which that knight got to the hit points he did because I hit him for seven slashing damage. <laughs> and then I just hit this one for seven slashing damage. That's that's fucked up. Okay. I mm-hmm. uh, so it is now that one's turn. Uh and he is 
He's going to take both attacks at Trevor because he just knocked down his friend. Uh, so that is a 19 total. Yeah, on one. And that's a 14, so that will not hit. No. All right, so that is 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 slashing damage on you. Okay. Uh, all right, so Salamander sees that one of his his guards is down and he takes his attention off the door and slithers back your guys' direction. Slither, 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 slither. Which, uh, I mean, you've been so upset about how you know, skittering up until now that slither is probably not as upsetting. Agreed. Uh, so that is on Trevor. And the second attack is on Phil. <clears throat> All right. So Trevor, he uh, as he gets up to you, he lunges out with his with a, a spear that he's holding. Uh, does, that's a 14, so that will not hit. Nope. Okay, and then on Phil, that is a 19 total, so that does hit Phil. And he will take... Thirteen damage, and he is now grappled by uh, the salamander's tail. Uh, so he wraps the tail around Phil and then yanks him away from from you two, uh, and has him wrapped up. So it is Phil's turn, and he can either attack with disadvantage or he can try to escape. Oh, we're see how this goes. Okay. Uh so Phil does escape uh out from the tail and you hear him say, "Don't you grab me, you some bitch." And he's going to use his <laughs> uh he's going to use his action surge to try to take an attack against it. Oh. Uh which he's glad he did because he just got another natural 20. Nice. And does 21 damage. Uh, so Phil strikes the salamander. And you see, like, he cuts the th- or he he slams the the uh, morning star into it. And from the places where it stabbed in, these jets of lava-like blood spurt out and splash onto Phil for 10 damage. He he shrieks in pain. He says, guys, watch out. That that hurt a lot. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Trevor, it is your turn now. Uh, So... First, I'm going to have the spirit weapon attack it. Okay. Can it can it move? Yeah, it can it can move 20 feet. It can't reach. So you had to move 30 feet up to get to you. 
it can move the 20 feet, but it can't it can't make an attack. Listen, Ken. <laughs> OK, so I'll move it then. And then uh, the other guards still up. Uh, yes. All right. So I'll I'll green flame blade the salamander. OK. Kingsley. Call. That's a 17. And that is an 18. Okay. Either one hit. That is 14 points of damage and then a four point bounce over to the guard. Okay, so the 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 bounce happens and it does the same thing. The blast knocks him against the wall and he slumps down. Dead. All right. Uh, but Trevor, you take eight fire damage. I refuse. Uh, that you slam into the thing and and the pressure of it blasts some of this lava like blood onto you. Okie dokie. All right. Uh, so, Harkos, it is your turn. Uh, and we just got the fiery a-hole now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna move up to him and miss him twice. <laughs> His AC is quite a bit lower than, than the knights, so... <laughs> oh, don't, don't that... worry. I've been rolling plenty low enough to <laughs> let anyone be better than me tonight. Uh, yeah, I don't have... Yeah, I don't got nothing else. So... Um, it's another fucking eight. Uh, so 14. Okay. That the... barely misses. I'm so sorry. It's, it's fine. I expected it. I haven't rolled many double digits on these fucking, and I'm not using the same one. I keep switching D20s and it doesn't fucking matter. Um, and that's a three on the die. So a total of nine for the punch. Oh, jeez. Okay. On the plus side, I didn't take lava damage, so suck <laughs> it. All right. Uh, so it is the, the knights are both dead, so the salamander's turn. Uh, so his spear is going to go towards Harkos, and then he's going to try to get uh, Phil again with the tail. So Harkos, that is... Uh, 20, 25 to hit. It hits me by just a bit. By just a, just, just a bit. Just a bit. Yeah, by about nine over my AC. All right. So he does 14. Yeah. So 16 damage total. Okay. Uh, and then Phil, he rolled a two. So uh, he slaps out with the tail again, and, and uh, you hear Phil go, ah! and he ducks, and the tail misses him. Good job, Phil. Thank you. Uh, but it takes it around to his turn, so he's going to make his attack. It's a 14 plus five, so that's 19 total. That will hit. And does a whole four damage to him. Uh, Trevor, it is your turn. 
I am going to, first of all, cure wounds myself. Okay. Uh, that will be 12 points of health. Okay. Thank fucking goodness. And then spirit weapon can move up and attack. Okay. Uh, you hear Phil again go, ah! And, oh, oh, that's yours. <laughs> and I'll have Harkos help the spirit weapon. <laughs> you can do it, weird fire thing that I'm not supposed to know about. 20, 22. 22 to hit? Yeah. Yes, that hits. Oh, six points of damage. <laughs> okay. He's still he's still kicking. Uh, Trevor, or not Trevor, Harkos, it is your turn now. Okay, let's see how bad I can do now. Up, up, up. That's a natural 20. Nice! I definitely rolled this around in my hands to try and get all the bad off of it. <laughs> I just sat here, I picked up the 1d20 I hadn't used yet, and I was just rolling it in my hands like Play-Doh. Um, so 8 base, plus 6, plus 4, so 18 piercing damage. Okay. And then... An 11 with the punch, so nothing there. You did so good the first time. Okay. Uh, Arcos, you will take some damage as you stab into the thing that you, a spurt comes out. Yep. And tickles you for two damage. That just singes the edges of, of some of your belly feathers. Ooh, okay. Uh, so Salamander's turn. Spear is going to Harkos. Tail is going to fill again. So, Harkos, uh, that is a 22 to hit. That hits. Jesus. Uh, so that's eight. Uh, so, uh, 10 damage total. Okay. Okay, my brain just died. Did I already roll the attack against Phil? No, you have not rolled okay. against Phil. You rolled me and then rolled damage. Okay. Uh, so that is a 19. Does hit Phil. So, ooh, I just threw my d6. Okay. Uh, he does 13 damage to Phil, and Phil looks like he's about ready to pass out. Fantastic! That's where I was uh, before last round. <laughs> okay, uh, but it gets to Phil's turn. He is going to try to escape. Oh, uh, escape! Uh, which he got a 23 on the escape, so he... Uh, he wriggles himself free, which is really good because the next turn if he could have just been killed. Uh, so he wriggles out and uh, he's like, guys, I can't 
If I hit it, I'm probably going to pass out. Ugh. So Phil is going to take the dodge action to give this creature disadvantage if it tries to hit him. Okay. Uh, so Trevor, it is your turn. I'm going to cure wounds, Phil. Okay. He wishes you would have said something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's eight points of health. Okay. That puts him into a little bit better fighting shape. And then Spirit Weapon can go ahead and attack and have Harkos help said Spirit Weapon. Ah, Harkos. Kingsley. Help you said, said it last spirit. time, too, and I was very confused, but I think I get what you're saying now. So. Oh, shit. I did? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I thought he was just being a smartass. I thought he was, nope. too. And nope, then he that rolled, was a total oopsie. And then he rolled the advantage, and I was like, oh, okay. I get it. Nope. That was... Uh, Harkos is on the brain, not... Not Kingsley, but... Anyways, Kingsley. So so that's a 21. And that is not a 21, so... Okay. And that is eight points of damage. All right. So... You bring the spirit hammer down, and you can tell that this is going to be a killing blow. So, how do you want it to finish? Um, Since it's a floaty weapon, I wanted to do that cool little spin up in the air and come straight down on the top of his head. Yeah. Alright, so you you decide to do a trick shot with it instead. Uh, And you... Flip, 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 bam! And it just slams down into this thing and drives it straight down to the ground and crushes crushes the noodle. Uh, All right. And you hear a sizzle as some of that lava blood leaks out and starts burning into the floor. Ooh. Oh, not all right. Uh, it doesn't, like, melt through, but it, it definitely fucks the carpet. <laughs> I'm okay with that. So Phil is behind you. He's like, oh, 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 whew, whew. Wow. Wow. That was, uh, that was intense. That thing's a lot stronger Uh, than kobolds. I'm going to move towards the door. Okay. Uh, so you move towards the door. You can see that he that the salamander definitely did a significant amount of damage to this door. Like it really would not take much for you to just bash this thing down. Um, are you talking? Are you? Oh, to. are you talking about the the door behind you or the the door to the engine? Whatever door the salamander was at. Yeah, that so was, that was the that door was... to the engine. Uh, he has yeah. he has the thing fucked up, and it would not take much to rip this thing apart. So, uh, hello? What the hell is going on back there? Well, hopefully nothing now. Um, we seem to have dispatched the... Um... The things trying to get through the door. I'm going to attempt to repair it. Uh, cool. Yeah, is it? It's it smells like uh, it smells like my high school workshop in here right now. That's disturbing. Oh, I, I do dislike that smell. 
But yeah, so I'm going to use mending and slowly repair the door. Okay. Uh, so, because uh, mending takes a minute each time. Uh, it does. And so it's you could do times a minute. So you could do like a, a chunk and then another chunk that you get the door yeah. back to uh, a reasonable shape after after a few minutes of this. Uh, it, but it looks like the the door is it's not perfect, but it's back to you know functioning secure order. Well, once we get things in order, I have another plan also. Okay. Thank thank you for the door. Uh, is I don't I don't particularly want crazy fire creatures in here ever. Uh, like ever ever. <sighs> That that could have caused a big old boom up here with all the arcane stuff and that amount of heat. That's that's bad. Yes, it would. Yep. It would seem so. Now to try to figure out what's going on in the last car. Right. All right. Uh, so you head back. I. Uh, so you go through the door. I uh, with the chaos that you saw the first time you have the same bit that happens with the doors that when you open it the little timer uh-huh. starts ticking down you pop open the next door you all walk through and then the doors close uh but most of the people in here are unconscious uh there's a couple that are kind of like stumbling around and if somebody moves and they and and knock them the rest of the way out uh but there's only like two people that are still kind of staggering around Okay. Uh, they they see you walk in, and one of them grabs like what used to be a handlebar off of one of the walls, and then another guy picks up a piece of plank from the wall, and they start moving towards you again. I would not do this. Please don't make us do this. They they continue walking towards you. Uh, they get to you. I'm gonna whack them. Okay. Are you going for a kill? I know I'm not going for a kill. Okay. So Are you, you sure? You I'm definitely sure. can. Okay. Yep. Definitely not going for a kill, though. Okay. Um, Kingsley. Caw? Uh, it would be a 10. That hits. And, and that would be a 12. That hits. <laughs> These are commoners. They have nothing. Okay. And then the... Um... Uh... Never mind. Spirit spirit weapon only lasts for a minute, so it's gone. Yeah. So... Um... So, the the guy with the pipe gets up to you, and he starts swinging it back to try to hit you, and you just give him a nice little love tap, and he just goes, ugh... And falls backward. I I see it like he comes walking up and I'm like, please, no, don't make me. And then I take my hammer and, and like face the top of it at him and just dink him in the forehead. <laughs> That's all it takes is just bink. And then he he goes back and falls backward. Uh, the other guy is walking towards uh, towards Phil. Uh, feels like, uh, uh. Be gentle. Okay. Okay. So Phil takes the, uh, the, 
the the bottom of the the haft of of his his morning star and just goes thunk, and the that guy passes out too. All right. Okay. I uh, now. That was that was unfortunate, but okay. Um. Okay, uh, but the way is clear back to the next car, uh, which the door is open. So, well, now that they're all knocked out, let's go. Let's go check on the ch- search the bodies of the, the other guys. Uh, the the guys that you just knocked out, or the guys that you killed yeah. in the other room. Yeah, the guys like we killed in the other room. Okay. Uh, so you go back. Uh. So, Trevor, high or low? Uh, low. Seven. It's, it's kind of shaped like a seven, but it's not a seven. <laughs> it's an S. Yes. Uh, okay, so you get back there, uh, and the, the salamander is basically just a pile of goo at this point. Oh. I. Uh, the, the two knights are pretty battered, uh, but their one of their armors actually looks to be usable. Oh. Uh, that they have full plate. Oh. The, the second one is too damaged between uh, the Morningstar and uh, Arcos' spear that the armor is too damaged, but the one that you were focusing on uh, is uh, the armor is it might need some minor repairs but it could be easily usable well, you should count yourself lucky I rolled like shit Trevor <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they don't really seem to be carrying anything else there's no notes uh, it's actually like strangely devoid of anything else they don't even have coins on them uh, huh. That they the, had their armor and their sword, and then that was all that they had. No food, no other supplies, nothing. And all the armor and the sword and everything, it's just mundane shit, yeah? Yes, yes. Uh, I guess that take the, the plate mail from the, yeah. from okay. the one guy. Uh, so you... Waste not one, none, Trevor. You, you unclip everything, uh... And uh, I mean the pieces of it you kind of stuff into into your pack, uh, but it would it would need to be repaired before you could before you could actually okay. use it. Okay. Uh, the other one is just too badly damaged. Uh, but the uh, the the salamander has even less on him that he had this uh, this spear. But it looks like it's because of of the heat from his body that it's kind of twisted and and unusable as well. Okay, but that's that's all that they have. You do make the note though that they have that it it's an odd amount of nothing that they had. Okay, mm. Trevor, did you did you grab dude's sword too? Uh, no, but I thought about it. I mean, minimum, we could scrap it. Right. So, I, mean, I, I was going to say, if you don't if, if you don't grab it, Harkos would make sure we scoop it up for... 
Okay. Well, they they both Salvage. had swords, yeah. Yeah, they were both had uh, these I mean pretty hefty great swords. So I'll I'll grab one, you grab one? Yep, I can do that. Purely with the intention, at least for Harkos, of selling, because Harkos don't do no pointy stabby sword. He just says <laughs> pointy stabby sick. <laughs> and I have darts that I've never used, but it was part of my character building, so they're it, there. It's never bad to have a ranged option, so I I yeah, that's not I my spear that. because that, that would be bad to lose that. I think you've done it like once that you hucked yeah. your spear. I, th- I think so. Which I think was at Selena during your Yeah, it was. Uh during your, your little scrap in the it was training. During yard. The sparring match. Yeah. I th- hurled it at her. Missed horribly. <laughs> no, I think you got her with it. Did I hit her? I okay. Think so. I thought I thought I missed. No, yeah, you're right. Cause I took it out of her and then the apothecary was like, maybe stop hurting her more. <laughs> Alright. I uh, but you you collect the stuff off of them, uh, so what do you want to do from here? Uh, go back and check on Ansigar for one. I would say. Okay. Yeah. I uh, so you head back. I uh, and the door to your room is currently closed. Okay. Uh, you pop it open. And look inside to a fairly grisly scene. Uh, that you can oh, see bitch. buried in the chair that he was sitting in is a crossbow bolt that still has fresh blood dripping off of it. And Ansigar is nowhere to be seen, but there is a blood trail leaking on that had leaked onto the ground uh, to the door uh, follow is just to the door uh just to the door and then after that you don't you don't see anything continue but things uh, are a little bit of a mess direction <laughs> they couldn't have went our direction so towards the other end of the train all right you start heading back uh you get to the next you get to the next cabin and you open the door and the same timer goes off. You pop the next door to get into the next cab and you are met with a bright, blinding white light. And as your eyes adjust, you can see that almost the entire left side of this car has been completely blown off. And the ley line magic is pouring into this room. And that, my friends, Uh, is where we will call it for tonight. You know, I said it. I said it. I was going to hate you a little. Well, you know. Well, then. You know, I... (sighs) I gots to... Do you? Yeah. I gotta keep you coming back. You specifically... Yeah, and if yeah. I if I for the most part I cliffhanger you, I know that you're coming back. Yeah, it makes a fair I mean, point. It's it's questionable if I'm if I'm coming back. I, I don't know why I singled you out on that one, but it felt right. So, all right, 
Well, thank you all. I mean, I would I would question Bill if he's coming back. Uh, thank you all very much uh, for joining <laughs> us at our table. Uh, thank, and if you are enjoying what you're listening to, we would humbly ask that you uh, support us in, in any number of ways. Uh, one of the options for support is through Patreon, that we are good little warlocks and we provide sacrifices to our beautiful patrons. Uh, select your tier, uh, whichever one sounds like it would be best for you, and we will provide. Uh, the other option out there is that you could just do something as simple as buying us a coffee. Uh, check us out on Ko-Fi to do a one-time uh, donation, I guess is, is the word. Uh, you know, just show us a little bit of support and love and, uh, you know, our hearts will be all the more filled by it. So, Brad, how can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. If you want to talk to three dice goblins attempting to run a podcast, feel free to tag us at Roll in the Geek. That's R-O-L-L-I-N-T-H-E-G-E-E-K. Oh, thank you very much, Brad, for making me feel attacked again. <laughs> You're welcome. Nick. That's me. This week, you are the Horizon Walker Ranger. You just made all those words up. Nope, I didn't. Uh, You skirt around the edge of the accretion disk of this black hole of a podcast. (laughs) Oh, I feel attacked. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. And jump through one side and pull out the other side. A freshly edited, beautiful sounding podcast. Can you please spaghettify us something fun to go out on? (laughs) Uh, Sure. Sure. Uh, Hootie who? from Nick and Harkos as um, I'm going to double back on myself as we turned the excitement up to 11 in episode 37 with uh, going from a not monotonous train ride but you know a train ride last episode into whatever the hell went down this episode and I'm sure none of us can hardly wait uh, to see the Explanation of what's coming next in episode 38. Um, this week, I wanted to make another song about, um, I guess, kind of the podcast. It's more about Riven in general. I don't know that I've really done one about the whole continent like this. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. We're 37 deep. It's hard to remember all of them. Uh... But yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty solid. This song jumped out to me. I was actually struggling to find a song, and then I, I saw this one on a list of popular songs, and I was like, how have I not done it already? So, <clears throat> without further ado, here is your parody for episode 37. Enjoy. <clears throat> on a bright lit train track. Recycled air in our lungs. <laughs> Warm smell of mutton. <laughs> wafting through the cars. Far away at the back end, we heard 
a huge fucking boom. <laughs> we left from the car and headed for commotion. We were prepared to fight. That's the way things go here. That's the stories we tell. And we broadcast it for you while Ken puts us through heaven and hell. <laughs> we put True. up episodes and post them weekly for you. Tune in on Fridays for more. That's when you'll hear us say, Welcome to Riven the Shattered Continent. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of fires there are lots of fires so many fires so much to do in Riven the Shattered Continent <laughs> always saving peeps we've barely any time to sleep true oh my god that's it it's a short one but it's a good one oh, that, was, that awesome. was a really good one I love that song I do too. Again, I don't know why I nev it's never struck me before. It's gorgeous. All right. Stop, Stop recording. No recording. Stopping my recording as well. See, was that so bad? Well, was what so bad? We, we didn't use that. Well, we did because I'm done. There's no way that I'm gonna let that happen. Over my dead body, would I just open the show with the Jen? Where what are you what are you doing with that hammer? Stop! And stop recording. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow-up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.